Welcome to Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind, each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 31, and we're in the middle of point six, healing promises. Maxim 31 reads, do not be baited into backbiting. For those who don't know exactly what is meant by backbiting, it's very similar to talking behind others' backs in Maxim 25, say nothing of others' failings. This Maxim is basically a backup for Maxim 25. It's implicitly saying not talking behind other people's backs is so important that I'm going to bring in another layer of protection against that behavior in this section on the healing promises, commitments we make to ourselves to help ease into, if not entirely non-dual, at least less dualistic approach to the world. So what's the difference between this? Why not just repeat the same thing that was said in Maxim 25? The difference is that we could be trying our darndest to say nothing of others' failings. We could even be doing very well And then somebody says, huh, you're always so nice to John. I don't know how you do it. He's always lambasting you when you're not around. And there it goes. This phrase, do not be baited, is the key point in this maxim. We're already working with saying nothing of others' failings, not getting caught up in backbiting or talking smack about others. What this maxim is saying is just remember that there may be something that baits you into it. Somebody may say something like, oh, they're always bad mouthing you, or it might simply be someone who's very persistent at backbiting, talking about others' failings, and gets in under your skin. Basically, this maxim is saying just remember that this is a real sore point for people. This maxim is over a thousand years old. Not a whole heck of a lot has changed in human interaction in that time if this is still something that's so prominent. This is a safety net reminding us to not find an excuse to lapse into talking behind other people's backs. Or as one of my favorite ladies says, when they go low, we go high. So this is saying, say nothing of others' failings even if they tempt you in some way. So even if they're saying stuff about you, even if they do something. So I think that's good because we're often trying to find sort of ways around these things. It's like, oh, but come on, can't I do it in these circumstances? And so I appreciate that this is already built in there. Nope, nope, not even then, not even then. One thing I'm thinking is that people might have particular things that bait them or tempt them. You know, it could be that someone's done something to you or said something. It could even be that someone has really succeeded at something and that that stirs up something in you that you want to take them down a little bit. It could be, you know, that there's some kind of perceived unfairness or something. So it seems like it's useful to get a sense of what is it specifically if there are triggers that we have around that. 
One thing that I'm wondering, though, is what do we do when there's something that's happened with another person and we need to process that? It's bringing up stuff for us. We need to talk about it. And it may seem like this person's done us wrong in our mind and maybe even other people's minds. And we need to talk about it somehow. How do we do that in such a way that is holding this promise? That's some great stuff. Let's unpack that a little bit. One of my favorite fellas says, I can resist anything except temptation. And that's what this maxim is saying. And you're right. We all have different things that we're tempted into. It could even be positive things. We might have a history of bonding with a friend over this kind of behavior. There are families that get into the habit of just talking about the business and the activities of everybody else, and it doesn't always go on the high road. There's any number of things that can lead us in a direction where we are baited into backbiting. First of all, I think you're right. Spotting these particular things that hook us is a good way of looking at this maxim either in things that happen during the day, which is surprising how often those these two align, or just taking some time to reflect on this question for yourself. Are there particular people, circumstances that bait you into something like backbiting, even against your own better intentions? This maxim, just like maxim 25, is not saying that you're never able to speak about difficult situations, that you just have to shut up. It's simply saying that we can bring light and honesty to a situation without bringing another person down, almost as if you were describing a picture, an eyewitness account that has data to it. This is what they said. This is what they did. This is how I felt. These are all very different than, oh, they're a liar, they're a cheater. Those are characterizations of a person, which is very different than a situation like you're talking about where we may need to process or we may need to speak to somebody about inappropriate behavior we see in somebody else. This is not saying you're not allowed to do that. It's simply saying that There are ways to talk about misbehavior that are not backbiting. And it's kind of sad that our culture is such that it's very hard sometimes for us to make that distinction. I like this idea of describing it as an eyewitness account. What I hear people do quite often is attributing motives to other people. And that's the way that that they're characterized in a negative way as saying, well, they're, they're just doing this in order to whatever it is. And so it seems like that sort of um, gets out of that eyewitness account into assuming things about other people. That's right. We really don't have the slightest idea what anybody's motivation is. As soon as we start saying, well, you did this or you did that, when we're doing that, that's a sure sign that we've fallen into not just talking about somebody's failings, but really this backbiting. We rarely have ideas about our own motivations, much less anybody else's. That's a very good red flag to pay attention to. And another way we might work with this maxim is to start looking at our speech, trying to relate things in 
a much more immediate sense. They said this, they did that. Clean kinds of reporting, like you're a newspaper columnist rather than a gossip columnist. This has been Yeshe and Tanya. On day 31 of Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. Check the episode notes for more resources. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks, and email us, sparks at prajnafire.com, with any questions. May all beings benefit.